Hey, hey, what's good? Welcome back. Thank you for joining me yet again on another episode. Thank you so much for allowing me the little hiatus. I hope y'all enjoyed your Christmas Eve and Christmas with family and friends or whoever you spent it with. Um, you kind of saw a little sneak peek at what today's episode is bringing. Um, my special guests are my parents. Say hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, and so um, today I'm going to be interviewing them. I have 12 questions and how they answer is up to them. They can go back and forth. They can both answer, you know, completely up to them. Um, they have no idea what I'm going to be asking them just so that their answers are real and raw and not um, rehearsed. And um, if you hear shuffling, that is one of the dogs. So without further ado, let's get into it. So the first question for either mom, dad, or both is what were you like in high school? And we're going to give them time to think about it just a little. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? What was I like in high school? I would have to say I was pretty introverted. I liked being social, but I also liked my me time. And I was involved in a number of different sports. I liked being athletic and active. I just had my group, my people that I hung out with um, and didn't really deviate from that. I, I like to be in situations and hang around people that I was the most familiar with. So trying to get me to expand beyond my comfort zone was extremely difficult for me in high school. I think I was still fun. Dad, do you want to answer that or do you want to do the next question? No, I can answer it. Um, I will preface it by saying that I was a very insecure and anxious teenager. So, well, on the surface, I was a happy-go-lucky person to be around. Underneath that, I really was just fearful of being humiliated and bullied and just kind of the brunt of jokes. So. I was always aware of just that possibility with anybody. But again, on the surface though, I was fun to be around. Um, I floated with many different groups, the skaters, the artists, the graffiti artists, um, the Mexicans, Latinos. Um, and I was also nerd enough that I achieved well academically, so I got along with you know, those that had honors classes and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, I was all over the place. And looking back, I wish I would have made the most of it. But again, I was just clouded by insecurities and fears that I just didn't appreciate it for what it was. All right. Thank you for answering the first question. The second question is, growing up, who inspired you the most? It can be a famous person, a family member, a friend, anybody. Whoever wants to go first, don't rush. Yeah, that's kind of a deep question. Who inspired me the most growing up? For me, I think in the day-to-day, -day, it was my best friend at the time. And a lot of it was just that he and I were rambunctious and rowdy and risk-takers and processed music and m movies and all that kind of stuff the same. And so we just 
no matter where we were at, what we were doing, we got along and had a fun time. So I would say that that inspired me. But beyond that, uh, I can't really say some, anybody else comes to mind. I mean, I'm going to take it to another level and say that there were probably multiple people in my life that inspired me when I was growing up. Because each, each couple years, there was someone else that kind of came into my life, especially going through different things and different circumstances that kind of helped inspire me. I don't know if that's, that's the right word, but kind of uh, supported me and helped me through things. So for me, it's multiple people in my life growing up. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. Third question. I don't know. The fourth one's kind of related to this because I have a feeling I know your answer, but we'll just ask it anyway. Um, what were you doing when you were my age? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, was, I was married. So then my second question is, what do you remember most about your wedding day? Wow. Yeah, Reagan's 20, and I got married shortly after I turned 20. So that just... Like five days later. That Okay, well, I was still 20. <laughs> but holy moly, like I cannot even imagine Reagan being married right now. It just... I was such a baby. So what was the second part to that question? Uh, what do you remember most about your wedding day? Okay, let mom think. I would say 20 <laughs> years old, I just started to date mom. And when you were 20. Yeah, correct. And so um, two years out of high school, kind of still trying to find my way. Um, was cleaning windows full time and just, yeah, just trying to figure out life. We had experienced a handful of tragedies in that window of life that were slowly bringing your mom and I together. I can say, since I'm talking about the wedding is I remember the glimpse not really understanding it all then, but still a glimpse of our future life in just our two worlds combining into one and just a lot of very apparent differences and some similarities. And it was just, it was a fun day that was highlighted by the reception and just being able to, you know, celebrate what, you know, now has become more than my more than the better part of my life as much of children as we were because let's face the facts we were children <laughs> i never had that thought in my mind on our wedding day like oh my gosh am i going to be able to do this or not because i'm so young i never thought like that and i think you hit on a good point that through different things that we both experienced and specific some very traumatic things which drew us together I think in hindsight we were probably way more mature than the average 20 and 22 year old today for sure so I think at that time we were probably operating more of you know a couple that was 
getting married in their late twenties. Yeah, I agree. Having we've had we had to grow up in certain areas sooner than we probably should have. Let the record show I'm nowhere near marriage. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> Number five. Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best trip of your life so far? Granted, I know y'all are still young, but so far, what has been the best trip of your life? I think that I would probably say it would be dependent on certain memories that transpired from trips because... I mean, the first one that comes to my mind is when we went to Thailand. And who would have ever thought that we would have gone all the way, you know, halfway around the world just to get to this very extreme location. But the memories that we created there as a family in the hottest of hottest hots, uh, you know, riding the elephants, <clears throat> that was amazing but then you have other trips that we've taken you know even frequenting Mexico and just laying on the beach and having access to the beach like that's just a really great memory to have as well so for me it's just a culmination of different trips and dependent upon the memories that we were able to take away from those trips and Washington DC right like that, that was an amazing trip and even going into a lot of the museums and for me looking at all of the first lady dresses in that American History Museum was just amazing. So, you know, another good memory that we had as a family. When I think of favorite trips, I think of maybe a trip or trips that I would love to recreate or do again multiple times and so it's the same with mom where uh, for example over the summer I did a part of the Colorado Trail mm, excuse me no I mean Maroon Bells sorry and that was it was the weather was crazy and it really was taxing and challenging but of course in the end we survived and I would I would love to do that one again um, but I also think of I've been to Moscow, different parts of Africa. Um, that little bits and those little bits and pieces of those trips, I wouldn't mind doing again. I'd like to go to Moscow again with the whole family in the summer. Um, things like that. So I don't know. It's not. We didn't really say favorite, but that's because we've done a lot. Yeah. Yes, we have. Okay. Um, what happy memory will you cherish forever? These questions take a minute to That's the point. reflect on, but I don't want to pause too long because your listeners will probably get really bored. So They're fine. They're chilling. Y'all are chilling, right? <laughs> cool. Favorite happy memory? Yeah. Reagan, what's your favorite happy memory? Um, I don't know. There's a lot. I'd say there's probably like a top three or five. Um, the like first one that comes to my mind is going to school in Africa with Brenna and just having our sisterhood and friendship grow when we were in Africa because we were literally like the only two people that we had and played with. Um, and then following after that would probably be 
Um, as much as I hated going to different schools, going to different schools and just growing in that sense because I did grow and found what worked for me, hence why I'm at Loma today because it is a school that works for me. Um, going to Thailand because that was an experience that I never thought I would ever go on. Um, and just, um, let's see, that's only three. That's a lot. I mean, you just, you just whip those out. <laughs> for me, I, I have a lot of happy memories from living in Africa, for sure. That was just one of those opportunities where I don't regret any moment of ever investing our time there because there were so many really good and happy memories. And the fact that you and Brenna were so young, you know, two and four years old, and we lived in this country for, you know, 10 months of our lives, it just was such an amazing experience. And being able to see a lot of the country in a way that a typical vacationer would not is just amazing and developing relationships and trying to learn a little bit of the language there and yeah for sure a ton of happy memories there uh, I might have vignettes of happy memories for example being on the Vegas trip strip in a limousine with the moon roof open and the, all the lights go off. And you were by yourself then? I was, well, I wasn't by myself, but. Not with yeah, me. It wasn't with you, no. <laughs> uh, but that's a really cool, unique memory. Um, but I also have like going to Monster Truck Rally with my mom and I was, out of the whole stadium, I was awarded the most rowdiest fan. That's a funny, happy memory. Um, my first run up doing the ascent of Pikes Peak um, that was happy. So yeah, I mean, I have a handful. Cool, cool. Um, I don't like my next question, so we're skipping that one. So this one's going to take a lot, I guess. This one's kind of deep. So. They've, they've been deep already. Okay, well, this one's deeper, I guess. Um, if you could travel back in time to a younger you, what would you tell them? Like Man. a piece of advice or, you know, just. Yeah, I actually was prompted on a Facebook post the other day. There we go. Like to this? write Similar? Yeah, oh, to wow. write down three words oh. of what I would tell my 18-year-old mm. self. And I said something along wow. the lines of, um, I don't remember the three words I chose, but it was along the lines of don't rush growing up. Like don't don't reach adulthood too soon. Um, you know, we kind of already touched on different things that we experienced in our teenage and youth lives that led us to getting married as babies, but there is a lot of my life because we got married so young that it was that immediate step into so many more responsibilities, right? Like, not only am I responsible to myself, 
at the age of 20, but now I'm responsible to a husband and to a family and to a house and a mortgage and bills and, and all of these things. And life goes by so quickly and to take things slow. Like I tell Reagan and Brenna all the time, enjoy being a kid. Enjoy being a young adult. Don't rush things. You will get to adulthood sooner than later. So don't try to make it happen so fast. Um, so yes, don't rush adulthood is what I would tell my younger self. I can confirm that she does tell us that a lot. Um, I think of, I think of younger than that and just some of the struggles I dealt with at a really young age that I would tell myself that life does get better and to keep fighting. That's good. Okay. Looking back on your life thus far, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of my marriage to mom and you and your siblings and where we're at today. Good answer. <laughs> I concur because I was thinking that I am just so proud of our kids and where they're at today and how responsible they are. And the fact that the five of us are pretty close with each other, that's a lot to be proud of because not everybody has that. And I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So. Cool, cool. All right. This one's going to take a lot of thinking, I think. <laughs> that's the whole interview. <laughs> I know, but this, there's this, I don't know. Anyway, when you think about a fork in the road of your life, what was it, if you're willing to share, and why did you choose the particular path that you chose? That, that's easy for me to respond to in terms of forks. One is, one that I think of, or have thought of in the last few years as you and Brenna have approached this age right now is the opportunity to go to art college on a full-ride scholarship and the fork in the road would have been to go against my parents' wishes and pursue my passion or give in. And really the choice that I ended up doing was giving in and genuinely coming from trying to be obedient and respectful, but not really wanting to do it. Yeah. I pass. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Um, okay, last two questions here. Um, what have you guys always wanted to ask me? Okay, Reagan. Oh, no. If there is one thing that you could take away from my life and my example to you as your mother, positively speaking, what would that be? What have I instilled in you that you are grateful for? That's a good question. Um, honestly, both you and dad have 
instilled so much into not only me, but Brennan and Ezra as well. Um, and things that I haven't seen a lot of in people my age, like as I've gone to college, like I, I'm grateful for the way that you guys raised us because not everybody was raised that way. Um, and so looking at your life, mom, and how you've impacted my life or what I take away positively from your life is to always keep pushing no matter what, cause um, just of like what you've been through and you're, you know, you're, you're still here and you've pushed through that is in difficult times or maybe not so difficult times, but still hard times. You still persevered and pushed through and you had people around you and um, like, you know, just things with your family, but then also like things recent, like you doing these um, bodybuilding competitions and like you're like, I can see the motivation that you really want to do it. And so it kind of inspires me like, okay, like what I want is, is it is attainable and achievable. I just have to put in the work and put in the effort because it's not just going to be handed to me. Amen, Reagan. <laughs> I would ask like, two part. One is if your younger self met you now, would they be inspired and in awe and excited? And what are you doing to set up your future self? My younger self would definitely be in awe and inspired because I was definitely a person when I was younger who would look for affirmations in people and go to people and turn to people and um, you know, if one friendship didn't work, I turned to another one and always tried to surround myself with people. Whereas now, I um, am grateful for the small amount of people I have around me at school and here. Um, and I'm also um, grateful for the time that I spend alone. And I don't think my younger self would have imagined that I would actually like spending time alone because I was always like, no, I need to be around people. And so I definitely think that they would be in on in spite of like, oh my gosh, like who would have thought um, to set up my future self um, I don't know I would say I'm putting in the work as much as I can could I be putting in more probably but I'm definitely putting in work in school um, you know to get where I need to be when I graduate college and you know even thinking about like okay do I want to do a master's program or is that something that I can wait on um, for Spanish or and then you know just like you guys you know saying like friends like who you surround yourself with is important and so like setting myself up for that of like okay who are my friends now and like who will be my friends in the future you know like really like seeing that because you know not everybody you meet will stay in your life you know there's so many people from elementary school through high school that I have met but not everybody has stayed into my life and even like in college I know not everybody will stay into my life and so I guess setting up my future self in that way of like really seeing who is actually there for me and likes me for me and is not just friends with me for whatever it may be for reasons and stuff. Okay, last question. What is one piece of advice you can give? Give who? You? Me, the world, people. The world. Whoever. I say The best thing anybody can do is surround themselves with people who inspire them, challenge them, motivate them, 
people that would raise you up to a higher standard or a higher calling every single day. Is it easy to find those people? No. But is it possible? Yes. And then in turn, you be that for other people. You be the one to inspire, to motivate, to support, to challenge other people in your life. And it really is living by example. And so even now, I am looking for more people to add to my circle that will challenge me every single day. Because I, I want to be more every day. I want to improve. I want to instill in others. So, you know, it's, it's allowing other people to help get you to that next level, which we're all capable of doing. So, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Amen. JB, do you? Does that make sense to you? What? Does that make sense? Yeah, what did you just say? <laughs> I'm asking if it made sense. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, mine is something I always say quite frequently, but that is that you can't expect out of somebody what's not in them, and that is a neutral statement. Um, so it's important to meet, try to meet people where they're at and have a measure of grace and mercy that you afford to everybody. And most importantly, though, is apply it to yourself. And if you feel yourself lacking in an area or you perhaps see that something isn't in you, learn a skill, um, get a mentor, reach out to somebody that you see is successful in something and ask them to help you or point you in the direction. Um, even internally, maybe it's how you process things and you're just thinking, I wish I could do this better, I wish I didn't react, to it, whatever. So in those things, have some mercy and grace on yourself and that just creates space for um, healthy relationships. Amen again. Well, those are all my questions. Thank you guys for answering them. And thank you for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having us. You know, anytime you want my voice to be broadcasted, <laughs> I am here for you. <laughs> thank you. Um, that is all that we have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you took something away from what my parents said or um, even thought about the questions that were asked and um, apply them to your own life. And we'll see you next time.